Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Oh, the 
may take your seats, please. How many can return to your seats? Thank you very much. God bless you. Oh, clap your hands for them. It's been beautiful tonight. Fantastic. I'm surprised your hand clap is the way it is. Oh. I mean, this is national theater quality stuff. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm just coming here. But anyway. But how many? Thank you very much. God bless you. God bless your leaders, your pastors. It's taking you a lot of work. God bless you. We'll look forward to your next concert. We'll look forward to your next concert. Yes. I think your pastor has to organize a, a, a party for you. Eh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've gone to find trouble for their pastor. <laughs> well, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to announce to you that it's time for the word of God. Amen. It's time for the word of God. Now, you can stand to your feet, it's fine. The word of God is special because the Bible describes it as alive and powerful quick and powerful. That word quick means alive. That means that it breathes, it moves, <laughs> it touches, and it affects. Hallelujah. And tonight, I'm happy to tell you that the word that is about to come to you is alive and it is powerful. It is able to separate things. Separate things. Because some of us say, Foolishness has bound itself to us so tightly that we need that double-edged sword of the word to, to cut the foolishness of our lives. Some of us need to cut ourselves off from demonically determined destinies. And I'm happy to announce to you that tonight, God has sent his servant into our midst to minister to his, his word to us. Tonight, if you are ready, I want you to clap your hands as loud as you can. You can add a shout and let's welcome the Bishop, Edwin Morgan Ogo. Come on, yeah. make some noise, his presence. Make some noise tonight. Yes. It's too much for us to clap for the choir again. 
Let your club be louder. Let's appreciate them. I also want us to appreciate Bishop Kobe for his leadership. Clearly, the impact he's having on the music ministry in this church is groundbreaking, revolutionizing, and exceptional. To borrow just a few words, let's appreciate him. And um, it is my prayer that everyone under the sound of my voice, anyone who can hear me, it's my prayer that you will elevate and improve your life in this church. by joining a group any group by being a part of a group it's my prayer that you will not just be a church member who just attends a church and goes back home and that you will really be a part of a working group that is how God blesses your life that's how God increases your life so God bless all the wonderful groups let's appreciate the dancing stars beautiful but I I, I mean I, I want us including those who are online, I want to appreciate Roots powerfully. You know, some months ago, a few months ago, she and I made a video which went viral when she was singing Eunuchs in the Palace. How many of you saw that video? Yes. And uh, I blasted her squarely live on air. And I think that she has proved to us that she's not a small singer. She's a quality singer. So, you see, the same way I blasted her openly and publicly, I want to give her a gift openly and publicly so I want her to come well done well done well done I I believe that you are going to be one of the top most singers in the church well done and uh, I have a bar of chocolate from Switzerland yes so, I won't show them what it is, but you can see. 
You need one week to eat this. So it's all for you. Enjoy it. Congratulations. And my wife didn't call me to also give me some toffee or some chocolate. Chocolate. If you have been the one I had blasted, maybe you would not be in the church. You would have left the church by now. Yeah. Let's appreciate Ruth once again. She has a beautiful voice. Beautiful, beautiful voice. And I think she's one of the most promising singers we have in this international cathedral. And we bless the Lord for every grace. Today, I want to continue to share with you from this book, Seeing and Hearing. Seeing and Hearing. And it's a great privilege for me to preach from this book our Father has written. It's a very, very foundational teaching. For every believer, in fact, if you want to take this matter to World Cup, I will tell you that in every area of your life, seeing and hearing will elevate you to the top. Anything you are doing, if you add seeing and hearing to it, nobody in your category will be able to match you. It is a key to excellence. It's a key to greatness. And I'm very glad that at long last, you are hearing a message on this very important virtue that many of us or some of us built our Christian lives on without even knowing what we're doing. And so tonight, I want us to bow our heads, those of us online. I've got a few minutes. Tonight, it's, a, it's a, one of the shortest chapters. I just want to share, but it's very important and it's very powerful. You want to lift your hands and ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask him to minister grace. Minister grace. To minister grace to you. Ask him to minister grace to you. Minister grace. Ask him to minister grace to you. yes. Ask him to minister grace. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Yes, change somebody's life. Yes, change our life through seeing and hearing. Oh, yes. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So you may please be seated. So see when we say seeing and hearing we mean seeing and hearing that you must avail yourself to a life how many of you want to do well in life you want to do well in life yes you must avail yourself to a life 
of seeing certain things. Your eyes, your eyes must be used to see things, to watch things, to read things. And your ears must be used to hear certain things, to listen to certain things. Now, the things that are useless and evil and not helpful are the things that come to you without your efforts. Without your effort, I'll take it again. Somebody said I should take it again. The things that are evil, evil, destructive, and useless, and not helpful to your life. Those things that are useless and are not helpful, without your effort, they will come to you anyway. In fact, they are rushing into your life. The things that will change your life that will advance your life that will bless you powerfully are things that will not come to you by themselves you must make an effort to hear them and to see them so anything you are not making an effort that It's like it comes so easily to you. It's useless. When you go to Facebook, if there are 10 things on Facebook, nine and a half of them are useless. It's It's just rubbish. Is just rubbish, just wasting of your time. The things that will help, that's why there's a book. I'm preaching from a book. And a book has been written on seeing and hearing. It obviously cannot be the things you are just seeing, you just, you just turn, anything you effortlessly see. The things you effortlessly see are useless. Wasting of your time. The thing that will help your life add value to you. You must make an effort to see them. You must make an effort to hear them. Yes. Some of them you must spend money. Yes. The Bible says we must buy wisdom. Yes. 
And the Lord gave me a revelation on, of that. I'll share that with you one day. Yes. Spending money on the sources of your wisdom. God wants your life to be a meaningful life. He doesn't bring you close to him to reduce you, to destroy you. If tonight is your first time or your second time, here, God did not bring you to church on a Saturday evening to take something from you. There's nothing you have that he needs. If you die right now, everything God is doing will continue because he is God. If he brings you to himself, he only wants to add to you. He only wants to increase you. He said, ye are the lights of the world. In the midst of darkness and gross darkness, you are the lights. He said, a city that is set on an hill. Matthew chapter 5. If somebody is awake. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world. I'm saying that God wants to make your life nice. That's all. I can end the message. I'm, I'll say again. I said, God wants to make your life a nice life. Not the Jima class in the system wasting their lives. No. Now, one of the ways God adds value to you, you know, this matter, this matter, this subject is actually what creates first class students. This is what separates the class of 40 people. Then two are separated from the class and they are winning awards. It's seen and hearing. In a class, the one who sees more and hears more, that is who uses her eyes to read more and hear lectures more, passes with better marks. It's, it's, a, it's, it's an eternal and universal principle. But we are, we are bringing it down to our Christian lives. And our lives in God. We went to school. We went to school. And excelled. And we're at the top of the class. And how did we get there? By being gas or airways? No. Vacation when our mates were in London buying sound systems. We were in Aquinas and Laboni studying physics. Apart from what we saw during the term, during the vacation, whilst others were, were on beaches in Mallorca, we were in Aquinas, in Presec, being taught by top-notch chemistry lectures. We didn't have good shoes to wear. We didn't have good shirts to wear. But we had good grades to show the world. Because any area... Where you introduce hearing and seeing is that that area where you hear more, where you see more. It is that area you will shine. 
I tell you, I can give you this book. I have one, you have one. You preach, share, and I'll also finish sharing. At the end, the difference between your sharing and my sharing, let's say mine is bogus and yours is powerful sharing that blesses people. It will be based on what extra you learned, you researched, you read, you watched videos, you watch of preaching, certain things, things that added to because. I mean, the, the book itself. The book itself. If I give you this book and I tell you to preach from it, you will, you will, you will look like an idiot. I'm telling you. Okay, okay preach tonight. Let's clap our hands. I want to beg you. Don't lower your life. Now, you see, many of us sitting here did not excel academically. A lot of us here did not do well, have not done well in life. We should not repeat it also in our Christian life. We should do well. Because if you do well as a Christian, it can compensate for your defects and deficiencies. Oh yes. Because one day with God, it's more than a thousand days studying in physics and chemistry. I'm saying that you may not have WASI, you may not have BEC, you may not speak good English, you may not know math or core math or geography, but if you can get it right as a Christian with the word of God, with the power of God in the church, doing well in the house of God, I'm telling you that the church alone has enough resources to compensate for your defects. Tonight, I'm preaching on the subject, seeing and hearing prevents you from becoming good for nothing. When you see and you hear, you don't become good for nothing. You see, good for nothing is a phrase which means useless. It means worthless. In my local language, we say jimakla, jimakla. That's the language I speak. Jimakla, useless. Is that not it? Uh, am I, is that not? I mean, useless as in you shouldn't have been born. You've not been brought up well. Jima. Pla, pla, pla. One is a pla. Aglobija, pla. Sitting here right now, tonight, 25th or 20 whatever, to tonight, you, you, as you see, nobody has told you, but you know that you, you are going nowhere. The only hope for you is that there are betting companies in town. That's your only hope in life. But thank God that somebody collected you and brought you to the house of God. Ah, that word, that word, that atmosphere, that power, that God, that church you are in is, is enough to polish you and make up. It's enough. Church is enough. It's enough. Cooperate with God. In this instance, at this instance, cooperate with God. 
when a girl found me at age 16 I was 16 I was useless 16 years I mean there was nothing I had not smoked or drank there was no nightclub in my city I had not rendezvoused 16 one six. I don't think I would have crossed 30 years I doubt it that I would have made it to 30 useless but a girl found me I don't know how she did it but before I knew it I was in church one Tuesday evening first time in my life Tuesday evening I mean not in my life I had been going to church when my father was alive nine years eight, seven, eight, nine. I was going to Methodist then my father died when I was nine years from that day Charlie he's for himself so those of you with fathers even spiritual fathers don't joke with them don't joke with them I destroyed my life useless was the word that could be used to describe me I couldn't study in school and my results are there for you to go and see I couldn't study Form 1, form 2, 10%, 15%, 60, like some of you are getting 10%, 16%. Yes. But when I gave my life to Christ and I responded properly to my salvation, within a year, I was hitting 80%, 90%. You see, the good in you will only come through the graces God makes available to you. It's only His power that will bring out the best in you. Tonight, for those of you online, for those of you sitting here who are good for nothing, only to be used to steal and, 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 and sell drugs, drug pains can only use you to, 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 to traffic drugs. You are useless. There is no, no job that will employ you. Tonight is your night. You can change your life from being good for nothing to a very, very valuable. Substantial. Human being. That is what God does. God, his specialty is to take useless people. Girls that every boy in the area has slept with. Some of you, as you sit here, you, you are full of pornography. You, you can never look at a girl and feel normal. But there's power. Yes. The pornography you have used your eyes to watch. God will give you alternative things to use your eyes to watch. And your ears to hear. I see God neutralizing the poisons you have accumulated over the years. I said the poisons you have accumulated over the years. There is enough power here to neutralize your poisons. Tonight, how seeing and hearing can prevent you from becoming useless. And I'm reading a text from Jeremiah 13. Chapter 4. Chapter 4. Chapter 13, verse 4. Jeremiah 13 and verse 4. Are, are you here? Are you in the church service? Yeah. 
Let's start from verse 3 and see what we can get from there. Yes. So just enjoy the reading of the word of God. Yes. So you are both seeing and hearing. It will remove at least one or two nonsenses you did today. This, this, this time of reading can give you some recovery. Yes. In golf, there's a particular club we call rescue. That is, when you play a bad shot and you want to gain some distance, you use it to rescue yourself from the useless shots you have played. Tonight's service is a rescue service for you. Yes. To gain the mileage you have lost, the distance you've lost, the dignity you have lost through seeing and hearing. And the word of the Lord came unto me the second time. Saying, and that's what you must do. What you hear, you must hear again. This word came to the person the second time. You can't hear once. Being in this service and hearing me once will not solve your problems. You only get 11%, which is a fail. Hello? That's why the psalmist said, God has spoken once and twice I have heard. Anything God says, you must hear it twice. Look up that scripture for me. If you are awake and your reflexes are sharp. Psalm 1. This God has spoken once. And twice I have heard this. That power belongs to God. When God speaks once. You have to hear it twice. Tonight, this message, find wherever you must find it to hear it again. I'm ministering to you. What you are watching, you are watching me and you are hearing me. It is making you something substantial. Yes. So let's go back to our text in Jeremiah. So the word of the Lord came unto me the second time saying, take the girdle. That thou hast. Can I have the new King James? So I. Verse 4 please. Take the sash. Or the waist belt. That you acquired. Which is around your waist. Okay so that is it. And arise. Go to the. Euphrates, it's a river, and hide it there in a hole in the rock. So I went and hid it by the Euphrates as the Lord commanded me. We are ending soon. Now, it came to pass after many days that the Lord said to me, Arise. Go to the Euphrates. You remember the Euphrates where he went to hide the sash. Go to the Euphrates and take from there the sash which I commanded you to hide there. 
Then I went to the Euphrates and dug. And I took the sash from the place where I had hidden it. And there was the sash ruined. It was profitable for nothing. So take us back to the King James. Back to verse 7 and back to King James. The girdle was mad. It was profitable for nothing. Good for nothing. That is how your life becomes. When you hide yourself. That's how your life becomes when you hide yourself. You see the girls who came to sing, the boys who came to sing, the boys who were dancing, those doing the video, all these people, they have not hidden themselves. When you hide yourself, you become good for nothing. You become useless. When God brings you into a church, and I'm addressing somebody who is online, when God puts you in a church, you are supposed to come out and see things and hear things and relate with others. When you hide yourself in the church, you become a useless Christian. This is Bishop Edwin Ogo preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is the Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. I can, I can tell you, there is nobody in a church who is not known by his pastor who is a correct Christian. None exists. I'll take it again. Maybe the way I approach the sentence. So let me use another angle. I'm saying that if you are in a church and you are not known by the pastor of the church, you are likely to be a useless person. Because Psalm 73 and 28 says, As for me, nearness to God is my good. So you become good when you come near. When you come out of hiding and you come out of the crevices and you come out of the holes and you come out of the back you are there where you sit and you come out of your silence. Because sometimes there are things you will never hear until you have spoken. One of the triggers of things to hear is when you ask a question. As for me, I think the new, uh, the new American standard, I like the way it puts it. Or 
Yes. But as for me, the nearness of God is my good. You become good when you draw near not only to God, but his agents he sends into your life. When you sit in a church and you, 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 you glory in being unknown, you are on your path to uselessness. Because it's only when you are known that you can be accounted for. And it's only when you can be accounted for that you can be guided, instructed, rebuked, corrected, and held. Seek to be known. My pastor knows me. I have never been in a church that I have not been known. Never. As for me, nearness to God is my good. So to overcome being good for nothing and useless, come out. Even in school, I advise my children, ask your lecturers questions. Go to your class teacher. Help, let her help you with your homework. When your teacher knows, even in the hospital, when we were medical students, the medical students who were known by the lecturers hardly failed. Hardly failed. Because when you are failing, they say, no, I know this guy. He must be tensed or something must have happened. I've spent six weeks with him, 12 weeks with her, 10 weeks with him. I know him. That's not the way he performs. And they make a way and you pass. Listen to me. Don't bring that behavior you put up in school, which made you useless. Don't bring it here. Come out of hiding. I said, come out of hiding. Be known by your pastors. Be known by the, even, even by the leader who put you on a bus. Tonight, as we, we close and you are going home, introduce yourself to the bus leader that my name is Alice. For once. Don't. I'm telling you. And always, the people who are not known in the house of God are known in useless places. They are known among harlots, among fornicators, among part pool partiers, party goers. They are known. I'm telling you that anybody who hides in God's it was a river. You are by a river and you are hiding. So take me back and let's close the service. Because those who will benefit from the service have already benefited from the service. Those who not benefit from the service, not even one hour of preaching will benefit them. So let's just finish with it and get away from here. <laughs> so I went to the Euphrates. And digged and took the girdle from the place where I had hid it. Thank you, Jesus. And behold, the girdle was destroyed, was marred. 
it was profitable for nothing. Verse 8. Let's read and go home. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, Thus said the Lord, After this manner, this is how, After this manner, I will mar, I will destroy the pride of Judah. Note the words. One of the words is pride. And the great pride of Jerusalem. This is how. By hiding them. Verse 10. This evil people, note the words, which refuse to hear my words. Refuse to hear my words. Which walk in the imagination of their hearts. And walk after other gods. To serve them. And to worship them. Shall even be as this girdle. Which is good for nothing. Clap your hands. So at least we know when you refuse to hear anybody who refuses to hear and see these are the words which will be used to describe you. Go back to verse 9. I will show you the words which will be used to describe you. Number one is that you will be described as a proud person. People who refuse to hear and see are full of pride. And pride, you know, will destroy you. It goes before your destruction. When you are at a traffic light and you see a car called pride passing, it means the next car is destruction. And there's a car called pride So watch out. When you don't see and hear, you see that you have become proud. Proud about nothing. A lot of pride is based on uselessness. It's like, and, and those who don't know much are those who feel they know a lot. Because you see, the thing is that the more you know, really, the more quiet you become. The more you know, the more humble you are. When you refuse to hear and to see, the first thing that happens to you is that pride enters you. You become arrogant. One of the meanings and one of the imageries of pride is something which has been bloated up. You are big. Only air is in you. Insufflated. Insufflated. Not with water, not insufflated. Any, any pastor, you, you will know pastors who read and who hear messages. They are not on social media insulting their fathers. And any pastor you see who is insulting other people, mocking people's messages they have preached, they take it up and just tear them apart. You said the pastor, that person, that individual doesn't know much, but he or she feels that he knows much. 
The next thing you can use to describe you is in verse 10, which you can guess is that you are you become evil. When you don't hear and see, you become what? Evil. And as for the capacity to be evil, we all have it. The pastor preaching has the ability to be evil. We have it in us. In sin did my mother conceive me. But as we hear God, we hear his voice. The voice of the anointed people God gives us. Our, our pastors, our shepherds, our, 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 our leaders. As they guide us, the evil diminishes and righteousness becomes the, pro, the prominent thing people see in us. Anytime you catch yourself off listening to messages and watching videos, preaching videos, being in places to hear and see, you are becoming evil. That's why if the devil wants to destroy you, the first thing he does is that he cuts you off the sources of instructions. So it's like you sit in front, but you start moving to the back. To the back, to the back, and you are outside and you are in town. Be careful. I'll advise you don't embrace anything that makes you big. Don't embrace it. Anything that makes you big, so big that you can't relate with ordinary people before, before you were, you were, you were nothing. You were an ordinary sister singing. Now you have gone to do some wedding. They have put some, some luva blade they have cut and deceived you that it is diamond. And now you have come to the church with some fake perfume and you are at the back. It's like we, we, can't, we can't call you. As soon as we shut the grace, you enter your car. Pipil, pipil, then you enter your car. You are, you are about to be destroyed. Evil is coming for you. You see, let me tell somebody who is online. One of the reasons why you must not become evil is that you always attract what you are. What you are attracts your kind. So the evil in you will bring evil people to surround you. And it's that, that evil company, like, let's clap our hands for the choir again. That uh, certain man had two sons. Beautiful. Yeah. The, the depiction was very, very poignant. The depiction was beautiful. Clap for them. Don't do things that will make you evil. Don't do things that will make you evil. Because if you become evil, that evil in you will attract evil people around you. Righteous people are not drawn to evil people. You will always attract your kind. It's a law. You will always attract your kind. As soon as Saul contacted prophet Samuel and that prophetic mantle fell on him. As soon as he left his presence, he met a group of prophets. I've been in this church. 
at least this branch we came here four years ago. I, I don't know any weed smoker. I don't know anybody who smokes weed. But there's a brother who came to this church one month ago. He already has two weed smoking friends in this church. Here in this church. Because somehow they know how to gather. Birds of the same feather flock together. Somebody say fly together. I want to beg you. One of the ways, how many of you want to know how to be evil? Beautiful. How many of you want to know how to be evil? Well, just in case you want to know how to be evil, one of the ways to be evil is not to, 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 to block yourself from seeing things and hearing things that will change your life. Then the evil which already is in you. You know, we have it all. You have it. I have it also. The things in me that are dying for expression. Dying for what? Expression. They are there. Yes. That's why he said, so shall die poverty. So everybody has his poverty. But some people, their poverty will never come out of them. Because it is suppressed with wise behavior. I'm praying for you today that the evil in you will never find expression but only the righteousness of God by reason of your company you keep, the things you see and hear. Join people who have Bible study. Join them. Then the next thing that happens to you when you stop when you catch your, please be, you can be seated. We want to end the service now. The next thing that happens to you when you refuse to see and to hear is that you walk in the imagination of your hearts. Yeah. Which is also very far from reality. The Bible says the heart of man is above all things, desperately wicked. So when you walk in the imagination of look, all of us have imaginations. Oh, yes, you have imaginations. You can see somebody's husband and imagine that you were married to him. You can see somebody's wife and imagine that Charlie she was your she was your girl. You can see somebody's car and imagine that that car has had an accident and the owner doesn't have a car and has joined both of you who are you, 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 both of you are walking imaginations we are we are evil people so anybody who is giving to the imagination of his heart is giving to deceptions and delusions and things that will never happen because you are only going to be led to distraction that but there's a girl here you are falling in love with a fool you have i'm taking it again i said there's a girl here I was standing here when I saw it. So she's lucky to be here. From here, these yellow girls, to the back. There's a girl here. You are in love with a fool. And the reason why you are in love with a fool is that in your life, you have not tuned yourself to hear messages, hear pastors preaching, read books, read the Bible, watch videos of women preaching. 
That's why you are being deceived. The heart is deceitful. Above all things, I'm, I've taken my time to preach today, as you can tell. It's a very easy service. Be careful. I'm not the only one with evil imaginations. Everybody's heart is, de- your heart can deceive you. Yes, my heart can deceive me. Our hearts are always coveting after things which don't belong to us, have evil imaginations, evil wishes. I mean, amazing, amazing analysis. You can't even understand how. That's what the Bible says. It is not in a man that walketh to direct his own steps. Your heart will not help you. So when you begin to walk in the imagination of your heart, then you are deceived. Yes. And can I tell you something about deception? Or I should end at this time. Just, I just want to tell you something about deception. Try not to get there. Because when you are deceived, that is why the word is deceived. When you are deceived, everybody knows you are deceived except you. That's how come even the word exists, deceived. So the boy is deceived. It means that we know he's deceived. She knows he's deceived. He knows he's deceived. He's the only one who feels that he's big and he's great. So, so its equivalent is a medical term we, we call delusion. When you are suffering from a delusion, you are in a state that only you you are the only one who can see that you are mad. So it is what we use to diagnose madness. One of the big things about madness is that we check your level of delusion. That like this black man, he feels that he's a white man. No, read, get psychiatry textbooks. This is a hallmark of schizophrenia, madness. Yeah. When a man with two testicles, feels that he's a woman. He is, and, and, and some years back, these things were in medical textbooks. But today, they have been expunged. A man, a man with a flat chest, feels that he's a woman. He wants to bat with women. He wants to use the woman's toilets. A man, a man with a penis... When he's urinating, he, he will stand as if he's a woman. How, how, how do they stand? Uh, something like that. It's madness. No, listen, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I'm sorry for taking you into a, an, an area that will make you laugh. I'm saying that when you when somebody has a delusion, he believes in things that everybody knows. Like we come to your house, you say that. The CIA is looking for you. You see, don't laugh. Go to the mental hospital. I can take you there and show you only two patients. Two are women. A triplet, two are women. One is a man. As she's sitting there, she believes that the CIA is looking for her. The guy believes that he's the American president and he won the elections and they don't want him to rule America. So they have brought him to the mental hospital to lock him up. 
madness. That's what we call madness. No, but you see, you see, you see, I'm teaching you. I'm, the person saying that the CIA is looking for him, that's why they have brought him to the mental hospital. He's the only one who thinks he's right. The doctor attending to him, the nurse, his brothers, his sisters, everybody knows that this is a madman. He's the only one who believes that he's right. So you go to his room, a, a house with concrete first floor. They have cast concrete. You see that he has taken bamboo poles and he's supporting the roof because an airplane is about to land on his roof. You, it, it is funny. It is funny, but it's not funny. It's funny. Yes, I agree with you. But it's not as they, they say that the woman who is misbehaving there, it's what she's doing is only funny if she's not your mother. If she's your mother, it will not be funny. So people who are this, that's what I'm saying that don't get there, don't get there. Don't get there because when you get to the stage where you are deceived, nobody can help you. Nobody can help you. You believe in things which don't exist. You believe you are something that we'll be able to look at that this guy to you. Since when? Since when? Since when? I'm preaching. That's what I'm talking about. The imaginations of your heart. Don't don't. Don't give yourself over to the imaginations of your heart. We all have them. But the things we see and the things we hear, they modify our delusions and bring us down to reality and make us live the life we have to live. That's why Paul said in Galatians 2.20, the life that I now live. So my advice is that make sure you don't get it because when you are deceived, you will never know. But see, when you are not seeing, when you are not reading and watching videos and listening to messages, that one you know you are not listening. Yeah. But when it, it goes on and on till deception comes into your life that you have a right to sleep with that, man's, that woman's husband. It's your right. You believe it that you are actually the one helping the marriage. Yes. The imagination of your heart. So be careful. The words are pride. If you, if, if you are here, you don't watch messages. Bishop is standing on his feet. Leading us to pray. He's in Argentina preaching. We share the link. You won't watch him preaching. What you don't know is that you are only increasing your level of pride. When you don't give yourself, you see, this one, the Jeremiah scripture, tells you that you become good for nothing when you refuse to hear. That's why I'm saying that. Don't go there. I'm going to show you another one who also didn't see and became useless. The one who saw became precious. 
but this one is the one who didn't who who wouldn't hear became proud evil walk in the imagination of your heart and then walk after other gods when you catch off people who speak wisdom to you the next thing is that you give yourself to idolatry yes is there unless I'm introducing something is there when you refuse to hear you become big and there are many things that can make you refuse to hear money beauty promotion social standing um, wealth riches offenses bitterness all kinds of things but at the end of the day you cut off a voice from your life you cut off a voice what happens is that now you are worshipping idols bowing down to rivers doing things that some years back you yourself said were not right and for some people their stomach is their idol money is the idol Anybody who doesn't hear and see, eventually you, you give yourself to the quest for money, which you will never find anyway. I don't know anybody who is looking for money and has found it. If you find one, come and tell me. Those who have it did not set out to look for it. And I mean genuinely, not the thieves. Yes, is it? When you, you so, so I'm just saying that. Look, my sister, give yourself to hearing messages, listening to your pastor preaching. Don't catch yourself off your pastor. That's why I can I can size you up by even your church attendance. I can see it. I can look at it and say that. Evil has entered you. Pride is in you. You are being deceived. Your, the imaginations of your heart are guiding you. I can tell. Anybody who reduces his level of watching preachers. I said your father, Bishop Dagwood Mills, is in Argentina. The link is on the page. You will not watch it. You rather use airtime in the night, Kokoko airtime, to watch pornography. Am I, am I saying something? Number one, you become proud. The list is in the book. Can I have the book? The fact that I'm not holding it does not mean that. The list is here. Is that? God describes those who do not hear his word as evil people. God describes those who do not listen to messages as proud people. God describes those who do not listen to messages as walking in the imaginations of your heart. I'm saying that, that your heart, it can imagine nonsense. But it is the things you hear and see and know that become the, the power that pushes them up. No, hey, I bind this voice. How can I sleep with this girl? 
Shut up, Satan. It will am- amaze you the things your heart can suggest to you. Poison the woman and marry her husband. He can be yours. Poison her. The heart of man is not just wicked. It's desperately wicked. You are a wicked person. You are looking at a wicked man. I said you are listening tonight to a very wicked man. It's only God who makes sense, a little sense out of it. We are not good. So don't catch yourself from the word of God. The seeing of the word and the hearing of the word. This one is about the hearing. God describes those who do not listen to messages as idol worshippers. And you are invariably right. People who cut off the word, who cut off their pastors, who cut off church, eventually, not today, not next week, but the road they are on, you watch them. Watch them. And it is not in her, it's also in you. You can have a bottle of water from the river in your village. In your room that you drink one thought a day. And they have measured that it's enough for one year. And you are there drinking the water. It's idol worshipping. I shouldn't say it. Daniel 10. Let's end with Daniel 10. Let me show you. This is hearing. I'm showing you seeing. Daniel 10. Verse 4. It's a nice way to end such a quiet evening. The New Living Translation. On April 23rd, As I was standing on the bank of the great river Tigris, I looked up. So the first one is that when you don't hear, you become good for nothing. Now watch this one. I looked up and saw a man dressed in linen clothing with a belt of pure gold around his waist. I saw. Say, I saw. saw. Say, I looked. And I saw. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning. And his eyes flamed like torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze. And his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Verse number 7, we are ending now. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing. So, uh, so you see that on the basis of what Daniel saw and what the others did not see, you are going to see soon that he is going to be separated from them. 
Daniel saw this vision, the men with me saw nothing, but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide, of course. Verse 8, so I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My dear friend, if you will be left alone to see something nobody wants to see, be there and watch that video. Be there and read that book. Be there and let your eyes behold amazing things. God is calling you. He wants to bless you. He wants to change your life. And you are changed to the degree. You are changed to the degree that you see. 2 Corinthians 3.18 As you behold, you become. You are changed into the image you behold. Can I go back to the scripture please? Therefore, I was left alone and saw this great vision and there remained no strength in me for my comeliness. My strength left me my face grew deathly pale and I felt very weak. They are, see, when people are big and proud, it means they have not seen something. The people who see things, who have watched things and have heard things, they are, they, are, they are calm and weak. Anybody you know who is so big and strong and talks above his voice hasn't seen something. When you see some things, they make you weak. You are cool. Verse 9. Then I heard the man speak. And when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. Verse 10. Just then, a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling to my hands and knees, or shaking to my hands. And the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. When you don't see, you become useless, worthless. When you see, you become precious. The the person who saw was the one who became precious. When you don't see, your value goes down. From today, stop jumping up and down in the church and give yourself to watching of videos, watching pastors preaching, hearing pastors preaching, reading books, reading the Bible, reading different translations of the Bible because what you see puts value on you. No wonder Daniel wasn't alone. He was with a group. But there was something that only Daniel saw. And the only person who saw was the one who became precious. I pray that one of these days, what you see will select you to become valuable. I said, based on what you've seen, based on the price you've paid, to watch, to see, to to set your eyes on something, may that price you paid set you apart. He said, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. When he said this to me, I stood up, still trembling. But the key is you are very precious to God. If you've not seen something, you are useless. 
I said, hearing in Jeremiah and seeing in Daniel makes, prevents you from becoming good for nothing. Rise to your feet. We are all, most of us are young. Most of us are young. Most of us here are young people. In 20 years time, look at my face carefully. In 20 years time, what you will become will be determined by what you saw and what you had. The lifestyle you developed to watch, to see, and to hear. A day will, some of you, a day will come, will be looking for you, will not even find you. Because you didn't give yourself to hearing and see. I'm praying, and I want you to also pray. Lift your hands and pray that God will give you the ability to hear like Jeremiah and to see like Daniel and both of them value was placed on them value was placed Jeremiah was told these people don't want to hear so they become evil and good for nothing Daniel saw and he said categorically that the people with me did not see only I Daniel saw this vision no wonder he became precious. May value be added to you based on your reading habits. May value be added to you based on your watching habits. May you not spend your time watching useless and worthless things. But may you pay the price to watch things that add value to you. Lift your hands and pray. Sumiaka and Instrumentalist, read, watch, hear. Otherwise, I tell you, others will pass you by and you are still playing keyboard and still playing drums. Lift your hands, everybody, and give your life. Pastors, pastors, Hosea chapter 4 says, Because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you, but you shall be no priest unto me. Every hand lifted in the air and pray. Lift your hands and pray. Receive new grace, receive new abilities. May hearing. And see, add value to your life. May you not be useless. May you not be worthless. May you not be good for nothing. You are valuable. Add value to your life. The ability to hear like Jeremiah 
and to see like Daniel, oh God, and hear it here and see eyes, Makatoshe, Lebedo Shalaba, Grace, oh God, Lipa Shanama, Lipa Sokate, Lipa Shatayama, Lipa Shataba, Lipa Shalaba, Younger, pray for the grace and the wisdom, and the wisdom to see, and to see. And to hear Mashavadosa, Lebedebe Shalaba, Kasato Sinama, Lekasapadado Shalaba, Every eye closed and every head bowed. No movement. No movement. Every eye closed and every head bowed. If you are here today, you are not born again. What a beautiful church service we've had tonight. You are even online. You are not born again. I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to surrender my life to him. I want to know him more. I want his wisdom. I want my life to change. I want to live a better life. I'm tired of this life. Of running around in circles. Oh, Father God, give meaning to my life. When they say, Pastor, pray for me. Today can be your day of decision. And I'm going to help you by giving you a chance to respond to that call. If you are here and you want me to pray with you to receive Jesus as your Savior, personal Savior, and transform your life. To be close to God for him to change your life. Just lift your hand wherever you are. I want to pray for you right now. Yes, lift it high. Lift it. Pastor, pray for me. I want to pray for you. Yes, Pastor, I want to be born again. I want Jesus in my life. Lift your hand high. Don't look around yourself. It's you, 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 you. Yes, I see your hand. Lift it above your head. I want to see your hand well. I want to see your hand well. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it high. Lift your hand high. Father, we thank you. And we say tonight that minister salvation to us and cause us to experience you. If your hand is lifted up, I want you to come to me. Come. 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 You want to come? Come now. You want to come? Come now. church joining say after me heavenly father heavenly father i thank you for today i thank you for today 
a chance to be in your house. A chance to be in your house. A chance to hear your word. A chance to hear your word. A chance to respond to you. A chance to respond to you. Today I realize. Today I realize. I am a sinner. That I am a sinner. I need help. I need help. Oh God. Oh God. You are my father. You are my father. Help me. Help me. Receive me. Receive me. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. And cleanse me. And cleanse me. Today. Today. I declare. I declare. That I am born again. That I'm born again. I'm born again. I am born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm starting a new life. I'm starting a new life. In Jesus. In Jesus. I have new brothers. I have new brothers. New sisters. New sisters. A new family. New family. I'll grow in this family and please you with my life. Thank you, Lord, for my great salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 You see our pastors, they are waving their hands. The two ladies, they are pastors. They will help you. They will pray with you. They will advise you. They will say, no, don't do this. Do this. Let's go and meet. Let's go and pray. Don't, don't do this. Change this. That is how we got to be here. Satan wants you. Yeah. And you know, a little baby who is born in Kolebu today, born today, if that baby is left on its own, it will die. It, it won't be long. It will, it, it's just dead. That's why every baby has a mother. And these pastors are going to care for you. They will visit you. They, are, they, are, they belong to a team. They will care for you. So that one day you will also be standing in the church as a tall tree that has been cared for. So please, let's go to our pastors. Let's go to our pastors. Oh, clap your hands. These things don't mean anything to you as a Christian that you are not born again. This must excite you. This must excite you. Clap your hands. And let's welcome Bishop Kobe to close us. Come on, put your hands together tonight. Clap your hands tonight for the word of God and the servant of God through the word has come. I, 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 I really hope that the word that is coming, you allow it to make a change in your life. That you allow it to change. I, I hope you take notes when you come to church. Because I tell you that as Bishop preaches, the Holy Spirit will also speak to you. Yeah, you must hear the Holy Spirit clearly. Write things down. These are not ordinary messages. They are life-changing messages. Yeah. We are like a machine that is being worked on gradually. This series comes, this series comes, and things are changing in our lives. Changing in our lives. By the time this series is over, you must be a master at hearing and seeing. You you must never again in your life sit in a trotro, just drive. You are listening to the radio in the trotro. 
It must never happen again in your life. Always. Never. 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 Right? In the afternoon, you're at home doing nothing. You're watching K-drama. It must never again happen. K-drama. But we are becoming people who are into seeing and hearing, I tell you. God bless you, Bishop. Thank you very much. Thank you. You know, and also, the book here, really, you should, I, I, I pray that you'll find the book. You see, last week, after Bishop preached, I went and took the book again. I said, no, let me look in this book again. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where he's preaching from, but <laughs> if he says he's preaching from the book, it's powerful. But I, I'm telling you, yeah, telling you. So on Monday, go for the podcast and go and hear again. Again. Hear again. Hear again. Hear the word of God again. You may not even sit down with a notebook. You may be attending to customers. You let it be playing. Yeah. Something will go in. Yeah. 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 You, you may be driving your Uber or working on a spreadsheet. Just let it be playing. It will have an effect on you. I want you to clap your hands one more time for the Lord and take your communion tonight quickly. Lift up your bread. Say, this is the body of Christ. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Say, Christ. Say, as I eat it, as I, eat it I, receive life. I receive life. I receive life. Say, as I eat the body of Christ, I receive the life of Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. Lift up the cup. Say, this is the blood of Jesus Christ. Say, as I drink it, I receive the life in the blood of Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink it. Lift up your hands. Lift up your two hands. I declare now that every mistake of your life is being erased by the blood of Jesus Christ. The mistakes you have made because you didn't hear, I declare now that by the blood of Jesus they are erased. The mistakes you made because you didn't see, I declare now that they are erased. Receive an erasing of your mistakes in the name of Jesus. And now I pray for life for you, life. I pray for your body. Wherever there is pain, wherever you have pain, put your hand where you have the pain. Tonight, God is healing you. God is healing your body. Through the body and the blood of Jesus Christ, God is healing you. By the stripes that Jesus Christ received, we are healed. That's what the word of God tells us. Tonight, I declare that the healing that was secured for you 2,000 years ago, you are beginning to walk in that healing in the name of Jesus. Every pain is cursed in your body in the name of Jesus. I curse growth and cancers in your body in the name of Jesus. 
I curse nerve disorders in your body in the name of Jesus. I curse autoimmune diseases in your body in the name of Jesus. I see somebody with pain under your feet. Pain under your feet. That pain is dissolving now in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus and you may be seated, please. You may be seated. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and on your favourite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.